0: Well hello and welcome to Bible Prophecy for today. This channel is where I discuss controversial topics and news headlines that you're not going to hear about in the mainstream media and I do it all from a West Texans biblical point of view hey guys welcome back to another episode of bible prophecy for today i got a lot of things to cover today with you guys and i'm gonna begin with some good news because i talked about this on the program the other night and i said i got good news and bad news but it's all good news right i never got to the good news sorry about that you guys Uh, this article is about the supreme court's next target is the executive branch article is by sam baker and you can find it at xeos.com we're going to cover that tonight okay and what else are we going to talk about drivers group urges uk government not to impose speed limiter technology that's going to be another one that i want to talk to you guys about and what else do we have going on so louder with crowder and i know you guys all heard of the elderly bodega employee charged with murder by new york da after defending himself from the career criminal i don't know if you guys watched that video but that man is 62 years old god bless him but lawlessness will abound the bible said we would live in the days of lawlessness they would not have natural affection for people um you know love of many would grow cold you see all these things happening. And what it means by lawless is like a rebellious spirit, right? And there's a lawlessness. Well it means like like they will not enforce the law. And we see that happening in democratic run cities across our nation here in the United States. And then we look over at Australia and I look at Canada and I look at all of these other countries and they're doing the same exact thing. They're doing the same thing one australian told me whatever you do do not give up your weapons is what they told me and i believe it he goes they did and look what happened to australia and in canada we had justin trudeau he's like the little wef sidekick right he went to the same school of klaus schwab just like Zelensky, folks just like Zelensky, and many many other ones many many other ones but what did he say well, here in Canada, you can have the right to, you know, go marksman and you can go and hunt with your gun. But you don't have the right to defend yourself. You don't have the right. What? That's my God-given right, boy. Come to Texas. We have that's That's a God-given right to defend yourself. And here in the United States, in New York City, they're saying you don't have that right. It's all It's all about control, folks. We're going to read about that article shortly and i don't know if you guys have taken a look at the harbinger's daily website i encourage you to look at harbingersdaily.com so many numerous articles guys that will keep you busy for at least a couple hours just reading their front page right and they list a number of very good uh trusted ministries that you can go to And on my page as well, I have uh, the Bible Prophecy or Bible Prophecy, the number four today dot com. I have uh, same thing. I have pastors and resources that you guys um, can look at that are trusted, doctrinally sound uh pastors teachers resources and stuff like that because you gotta be very careful these days you gotta be very careful because the bible said that the apostasy right the falling away in the church it's not the falling away from the world no they can they're not apostate they don't even know right but it's the apostasy within the church right the falling away from the truth you hear all these people go well i'm not a christian anymore i've uh i've you know i've looked at my faith that i'm deconstructing and all these garbage words that you're gonna hear right they were never christians to begin with but they professed to be christians and now they're saying they're not this is the apostasy of the church the falling away the teaching of doctrines of demons in the church folks is happening is happening right now just look at joel osteen you can live your best life now and all of this garbage garbage folks is happening it's been happening but it's in full force right now full force but that's why you got to be very very careful who you listen to who you read and that kind of thing right and who you watch you know think about the garbage that you're watching on TV I want you to just think Netflix Prime whatever you're watching on TV tell me tell me is that helping you get closer to God and furthering the kingdom of God or is it pulling you away from God just think about it now listen I'm not saying that there's nothing good on TV because I couldn't say that I mean I watch Blue Bloods you know I like Tom Selleck yeah you know, I like Blue Bloods I like you know a couple the neighbors the neighborhood what is it I like that too I mean you know there's some there's you know, some shows that I like to watch I'm not saying you know, that to be, you know, uh, legalistic or anything like that. I'm not saying that. But I am talking about if you watch things like Lucifer or some of the garbage that's just all about homosexuals and then you have all this other garbage that's sinful in your face, taking the Lord's name in vain, like all kinds of these stuff, you really need to think about it. Could your time be better spent doing something else instead of watching that garbage? You know, they call it TV for a reason. And I I point this out in one of my books. Tell a vision. Think about it. Tell a vision a vision i'm just saying new age bull i'm just saying i'm just saying but anyway yeah so but there's a lot of good programs on there so i'm not saying that but i'm just saying you got to be careful what you watch and what you let into your mind right because the bible says you have to renew your mind well why do you think the bible says that because if look at today's culture look at the immorality look at the sin look at we are need i would say worse than knee deep i would say we are neck deep in sin in perversion and immorality uh here in the united states i know for a fact because you know hey i see it every single day you can't even turn on a radio station and listen to that garbage that they call music listen to the words like i said a lot of times i'll pull up next to somebody at a stoplight and i'm listening to the words and i'm looking at them and i'm like did you just hear that you have your five-year-old daughter in the back seat listening to that i'm just saying but, i mean you know this is the world that we live in people don't care it's all about them remember but if you go to com, you're gonna check out some good stuff right so the one that i wanted to focus on tonight is globalists cannot thwart god's plan to give the nations to jesus as an inheritance and this is by jonathan Brentner. and i know you guys i have quoted him uh numerous times numerous times on this program i definitely like him so and then i'll tell you what else we got on here there's a lot of stuff i'll just read through some of them while i'm sitting here uh trending towards the tribulation seven indicators to watch i read this last night on my program this is uh by jamr kill you can find it at harbingersdaily.com the mid-east review with amir sarfati uh is the ezekiel 38 alliance preparing to plunder and he says by all appearances We very well might be watching the build-up of a coming massive assault on the Jewish nation. He lives in Israel. He is Israeli. He was in Israeli Israeli intelligence as well. Go check him out because he knows what he's talking about. And he's a Messianic Jew, which means he is a Jewish person who believes that Jesus is the Messiah. What else? Lot's fatal flaw was compromising his household to the mob of perversion. This is Jack Hibbs. If you guys do not listen to Jack Hibbs or watch him, he is uh, the pastor at Calvary Chapel Chino Hills, California. Fantastic! I love Jack Hibbs. I've been watching him for as, as many as long as I can remember, and uh, I learned about him on Jim Markell's radio program, which I've been listening to since 2006. So, guys, I mean, I was—I'm go- going to tell you the truth. I was raised a Southern Baptist. Okay. And I went to a Southern Baptist Church and I broke away and I went to this church. It was, uh, I won't name any names because it's here locally. And, uh, but anyway, I loved my pastor. And then he uh, started going into the health, wealth, prosperity gospel. And I was like, something's not right here, you know. And uh, uh, I won't go into all the details, but my mother got really sick. And, and all of a sudden I realized that this church is wrong. And I was driving on my way to Lubbock. And I'm just going to tell you, I was in tears. I was praying. And and uh you know of course they're very legalistic so if, if you go to like a health wealth prosperity they're very legalistic and you know all they you know all this stuff speaking to existence and all of this stuff right and uh, i just remember praying like what if i wrecked my car you know and um and i was, you know, I was upset and what if i cussed somebody out you know road rage or whatever wreck my car and, and died am i going to go to hell because i didn't get a chance to repent for that and right then and there i just felt the holy spirit speaking to me no yeah and, it brought, and of course the Holy Spirit will bring back things to your remembrance and what does the Bible say as far as the East is from the West is as far as I have you know uh forgiven you of your sins right and God says what does God say I have blotted them out no more and what else does the Bible say you're sealed by the Holy Spirit nothing you can do once you've accepted Christ as your there's nothing you can do Because the Bible says nobody or nothing can snatch you out of the Father's hand. It's not a, um, if we had that much control, could you imagine? you You know, what are we doing here? No, we do not. We don't. Once you have accepted Christ as your Savior, you're owned by the Holy Spirit. That's it. Nothing can snatch you out of the Father's house. No matter what you do, you cannot lose your salvation. So don't let anybody ever tell you that. Don't let anybody ever tell you that's not a legalistic nothing, none of that, okay? Nothing. I had to get that in there. <laughs> I'm sorry. But I, it just irritates me and it angers me that, you know, there are, t- there are so-called churches out there that teach that, that you can lose your salvation. And that's an absolute heresy, isn't that's, that's a lie from the pit of hell. But anyway, I digress. But anyway, more headlines on uh, harbinger's daily is georgia gothstones demolished after explosions destroys large portion of the globalist monument mm, interesting the georgia bureau of investigation in a statement said that unknown individuals detonated an explosive device at the site early wednesday morning well there you go so one other one i want to talk about is senators elizabeth warren and bob menendez introduced stop anti-abortion disinformation bill targeting pro-life centers really really folks are going to turn around i've been saying it for a while it's going to be you christian fascists and half these brats that are screaming this they don't even know what fascist means but they just utter it like a parrot because that's what the george soros people tell them to say you christian fascists you evangelistic fascists you haters you murderers and I'm looking at them like, you want to murder innocent babies? Pull them limb from limb for the mother's womb. But we're the murderers. Okay. But that's what they're going to do. They're going to lie about you. They're going to turn things around on us. And that's what they're going to do. That's what the Bible said. That they That's what Jesus said would happen. Another one. This was interesting, I thought. Russia claims to discover massive Arctic oil reserve. Tells allies to get on their ark to escape biblical-style economic cataclysm. This is coming from russia all right folks so what else if i get to some more stuff we'll talk about some more stuff but right now we're going to go to the good news as i promised a while back and i never got to it i'm so sorry so the supreme court's next target is the executive branch battles over the federal government's power will likely define a lot of the conservative supreme court's future this is axios.com axios dot com by sam baker so the big picture abortion has been the single biggest animating force in the conservative legal movements for decades now that the supreme court has overturned roe versus wade sooner than some advocates expected other long-term projects will absorb much of the rights legal and political energy that will likely include voting rights as well as a sustained effort to restrict the authority of regulatory agencies in the executive branch why it matters These cases may not always feel like blockbusters in isolation, but they can constrain federal power in ways that are almost impossible to reverse with dramatic implications that cut across multiple policy areas driving the news just in the past few months the court number one prevented the cdc from enforcing an eviction moratorium due to covid prevented osha from enforcing a vaccine mandate in the workplaces prevented the epa from carrying out some of its most aggressive proposed limits on greenhouse gases some of those issues are bigger than others but each of those cases raised questions about overarching legal principles related to executive branch authority taken together it's clear which direction things are headed the federal government is going to be able to do a lot less than it has been able to do in the past but the justices are not necessarily united on the specifics of how best to get there or how far to go how it works so several of the court's conservative justices are highly skeptical of chevron difference the principle that if a particular law isn't clear on its face the courts will generally defer to the interpretation of the agency tasked with implementing that law So that was in the striking down the EPA regulations. And, of course, it holds that consecutive branch agencies can't rely on the general authority they've received from Congress in order to justify particularly sweeping actions. If Congress had intended for the CDC to be able to halt evictions all across the country, the court said it would have needed to say that explicitly. So anyway, it goes on to talk about that. So the bottom line is that they said... There are many ways for the conservative court to rein in federal agencies. And while there may not be a clear consensus on precisely which of those avenues to take at any given moment, one way or another, federal agencies exerting board based powers are already losing and are almost certainly going to keep losing. So, folks, this is great news. This is great news for us because if you went back and you remembered, uh, what the CDC tried to do and what OSHA is trying to do with vaccine mandates, So the Supreme Court said no, 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 no. So thank God for that. That is some really good news, folks. What else? So here we're going to talk about what's going on maybe a little bit in the UK. And you can find this at zerohedge.com. And this article was written by Tyler Durden. So, Drivers, drivers Group urges UK government not to impose speed limiter technology so this is actually uh, by chris summers and it comes from the uh, via the epoch times so the alliance of british drivers or the abd has urged the british government not to follow the european union which has this week made it mandatory for all new cars vans and lorries to be fitted with intelligent speed assistance or isa technology you might be wondering what what ISA uh, detects speed limits on roads through satnavs and other devices and gives audible or vibrating warnings or gives or even gives extra resistance on the accelerator pedal. Some versions actually bypass the driver and automatically reduce the speed of the car. The ABD in an email uh, to the Epoch Tom said they had grave concerns about ISA, which they fear could cause more rear-ending crashes and could also prevent motors from accelerating out of dangerous situations on the road. The new rules came into force uh, across the 27-nation block on Wednesday, but the Department of Transportation in Britain has yet to decide whether to insist on ISA for cars sold in Britain. British manufacturers like Nissan, Jaguar, and Range Rover will have to include the speed limiters on any cars exported to the EU. ABD spokesman Ian Taylor said part of the problem is that speed limits on many urban roads in Britain have been reduced to levels which are far below what is necessarily Uh, for safety reasons cities like brighton and bristol bath and edinburgh and many london boroughs have uh, introduced a 20 miles per hour limit across all roads taylor told the epoch times by email speed limits were initially designed to be set at the maximum safe speed for the road if such regulations were still in place isa would not cause so many issues most drivers would naturally be below the limit Sadly, the UK no longer follows the science on limits. They are now set by unqualified local and national politicians, often against the advice of police experts to pander to local equally unqualified campaigners. The Department for Transportation said it was assessing ISA technology but had no decision yet on whether it would be mandatory in britain but they added that the government was committed to using innovative technology to improve road safety a dft figure shows speeding is responsible for one in six fatalities on britain's roads and the number of uk road deaths has plateaued at around 1850 since 2010 with the exception of 2020 when there was a huge reduction in vehicles on the road but uh, Taylor said ISA cars could become mobile roadblocks traveling below the speed of naturally flea-flowing traffic in badly set limit areas and suddenly, slowly, unexpectedly. The number of speed limiters already in use in commercial vehicles has started demonstrating this. So you guys can read the rest of that article at dot come so that's gonna tell you they're already they're wanting to they're one to take over everything they want sensors on your teeth so that the the world economic forum will know what you're eating and uh they're gonna like oh she ate some meat you know or oh my gosh they spent their gas on meat Well, i'm gonna tell you something right now biden in march of 2020 <sighs> makes me so angry oh my goodness i'm gonna even talk about this in the united states of america is changing is going to change the dollar Okay, he wants it to be a digital currency. Folks, this has got the Antichrist and the world uh, government all over it. All over it. And we all know what um, the other guy said about our gas prices. where you are just going to have to suck it up because it's for the best of the liberal world order. He even said it. He even said it. So, folks, I'm telling you, it's coming, it's coming. I've been saying it for a long, long time. The Bible's been saying it for 2,000 years, <laughs> but the rest of us have been saying it for a while now. What have I always said? Get you some food. You know, you got to get you some food. You better get you some food. I ain't kidding. Um, but yeah, folks, uh, food is like almost four times what it used to be in the UK and London. They're paying six times what they were paying last year uh, to heat their homes and for energy. I think it's up to 200 uh whatever meter that that is that you guys um measure that in i'm not sure i'm not sure what that is uh, but i was watching that on john holler's program and i was like what if you guys don't listen to john holler i'm saying fellowship bible chapel on youtube john holler go check him out you're not going to be disappointed i must listen to him today as a matter of fact right before i jumped on to do this so here's another one so this is at rapture ready it's called why are we still here so This is a question I have pondered frequently myself and uh, they said I and I have no doubt that many followers of Christ are pondering this question as well based on my reading of articles and emails there is a considerable number of believers speculating that based on the present circumstances the time of the rapture of the church must indeed be very close I would be hard pressed to deny that even if I wanted to to their credit none have attempted any sort of date setting. Now I'm going to tell you right here uh, before I can finish reading this article that if anybody tells you they know the date of Christ's return, you just look at them and say, you need to reread your Bible, especially Matthew, because nobody knows the day or the time that Christ will return. Nobody. Not the angels. Not even Christ himself. Only God the Father knows when he says Jesus Christ to come back and take us home. So anyway, going to continue. Uh, this is at RaptureReady.com, uh, And the only time it tells me who read or who wrote this, it says Admin 10. So it's in general articles so um so let's check it out so anyway um as we all know jesus himself made date setting off limits in god's words but of that day and hour no one knows not even the angels in heaven nor the son but only the father that's mark thirteen thirty two. And he says, "I answered her by relating three thoughts, opinions, more accurately that I will share with her." So he says, "Number one, or she—I'm not sure—Admin Ten, whoever that is—I um, believe that the Lord has certain parameters set by His authority in everything He does. This implied in part in Paul's epistle to the uh, to the Corinthians, for God is not the author of confusion but of peace, as in all churches of the saints." First Corinthians fourteen thirty three. In other words, God does not now and never has reacted to anything. Uh, The below verse seems to indicate that God has set some sort of level or quantity of iniquity and when appropriate obedience that he determines again by his own authority and for his own purposes. That is, I believe, what causes him to initiate his active intervention or judgment. And I agree with that author. God has set a limit, right? And we are in the age of church, the church age, the age of grace, right? When that last person, whoever it may be, repents ask for forgiveness and accepts christ as their savior that's it that's it and we're yanked out of here right in the blink of an eye the twinkling of an eye right this uh this mortal body will be uh will put on immortality and this corruptible body will be changed into incorruptible right so it's gonna happen And it will happens so fast folks so fast you just i mean the blink of a twinkling of an eye it's pretty fast so what else what else we have going on that's a pretty good article you can check that out at raptureready.com and there's got a whole whole lot on that dispensation so go check that out. So what else here I wanted to talk about this the elderly bodega employee charged with murder by New York DA after defending himself from the career criminal. Just is Joseph Gunderson, uh, posted on the 7th of July at louderwithcrowder.com. So, progressive district attorneys love criminals, whether it's Chessie Boudin, George Gascon, or Alvin Bragg. They've decided to do whatever they can for crooks while the law abiding people of their jurisdictions languish in a crime infested beephole in the case of alvin bragg in manhattan he's chosen to charge jose alba a 62 year old bodega employee with murder after he defended himself from a career criminal last week alba stabbed austin simon who had been thrown in jail numerous times after he stormed into the bodega to confront alba apparently his girlfriend's ebt card was denied and she wasn't pleased with alba allegedly took uh, she wasn't pleased when alba allegedly took a bag of chips from her daughter the altercation immediately became physical and Alba defended himself. You, watch the, you can watch it, guys. So in the third picture, it shows, if you watch this, it says, you'll see Alba driving a knife into his attacker. Jose Alba is being charged with murder and held in Rikers on a $250,000 of bail, which according to Daily Mail is an exorbitant amount compared with the low or no cash bail that is routinely given to repeat offenders by Bragg's soft touch office. And the situation worsened when GoFundMe, which we already know is a website run by political hacks, removed Alba's page to raise money for his legal fees. It had raised over $20,000 before it was shut down. GoFundMe has yet to explain the decision. Social media erupted in calls for the charges to be dropped, trending the hashtag FreeJoseAlba. This should be a clear case of self defense. You can watch the video surveillance. If you guys want to go there, you can watch it and it's it's i mean the man 62 years old defended himself whooped that boy too and an elderly man was assaulted by a young thug and the man did what he needed to to defend himself and of course he wasn't about to box the kid that goes on to say but leftist da's aren't too fond of people defending themselves against criminals because they like criminals we'll just have to see what ends up happening to mr alba so later on even the mayor got involved and said you know hey this is ridiculous so a judge lowered uh, the bond to fifty thousand dollars and he was able to bail out and we will see what happens we'll see what happens there but i'm i'm telling you guys we live in a lawless society where the criminal justice system who is supposed to defend us and prosecute the lawless has turned against us and they themselves are lawless and have turned against law-abiding citizens kind of reminds me of what isaiah said i think it was in chapter five it says um when evil is called good and good is called evil well these are the days that we live in right now so what else we have globalists cannot thwart god's plan to give the nations to jesus as an inheritance harbingersdaily.com is the berean review written by jonathan Britner, posted today so perhaps the most encouraging verse in the first book of the Bible is Genesis fifty twenty. As for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good to bring it about that many people should be kept alive as they are today. The word for mant in both instances is this verse comes from a Hebrew word that assumes a planning process, a calculation with the purpose behind it. There was evil intent on the part of Joseph's brothers when they sold him into slavery. However, at the same time, God orchestrated the chain of events so that Joseph would be at just the right place to save many Jews, including those in his own family. God's sovereignty has exciting implications for our lives now and for our roles in Jesus' kingdom after he comes for us. You see, what Joseph have realized so long ago evil never thwarts god's divine purpose for us never his sovereign he's sovereign over the affairs of humanity even when evil people seemingly act contrary to his will we see this in the story of our redemption so this is jesus's death on the cross and it says, Notice how God arranged the events surrounding the crucifixion of Jesus. Pontius Pilate, Judas, and the Jewish religious leaders of the day all followed the promptings of Satan and his minions and their various roles that led to Jesus' death. They thought they were carrying out their own plans, but in the end they accomplished the Lord's design for all ages to redeem a people for his own. Acts four, twenty seven to twenty eight speak to God's predestination, even of those who put Jesus on the cross for truly in this city they were gathered together against your holy servant jesus whom you anointed both Herod and pontius pilate along with gentiles and the peoples of israel to do whatever your hand and your plan had predestined to take place satan though he had won a great satan thought he had won a great victory but in reality the crucifixion sealed his doom sealed his doomed and forever won our pardon paul sums it up this way in first corinthians 2 7 to 8. But we impart a secret and hidden wisdom of God, which God decreed before the ages for our glory. None of the rulers of this age understood this, for if they had, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. We must not stop here. The words of Genesis 50:20 also relate to the perilous times in which we live. Christ's thousand-year rule over the nations of the earth today we see satan busily preparing the world for the arrival of his man the antichrist the globalists are far along in their plans to implement a world a new world order because they remain confident of their ultimate success they recently announced that they are speeding up their timetable for the united nations agenda 2030 which is a marxist world government the great evil that we witness in our day is rapidly advancing the plans of satan for the world government that both daniel and the book of revelation refer to as the beast however these elite power brokers cannot thwart god's ancient plan of giving the nations to jesus as an inheritance which is in psalm 2:6-9. in fact they themselves are bringing about the conditions that will lead to the lord's thousand-year rule upon the throne of david how are they doing that you might ask first the lord will use them to bring about several judgments in the tribulation period in revelation 6 jesus uh, re- uh, releases the deadly still judgments the result in the deaths of one-fourth of the world's population through famines hyperinflation in wars we already witnessed the elite power brokers setting up these things which after the rapture will result in a great loss of life the judgments decreed or i'm sorry the judgments described in the book of revelation are necessary to prepare the world for jesus's kingdom second it will be the antichrist that facilitates the realization of the jewish people that jesus is their true messiah we read about this future we read about this this future repentance of the jewish people in zechariah twelve ten. It says and i will pour out on the house of david and the inhabitants of the of jerusalem a spirit of grace and pleas for mercy so that when they look on me on whom they have pierced they shall mourn for him as one mourns for an only child and weep bitterly over him as one weeps over a firstborn contrary to the deadly intent of the man of lawlessness the jewish people will recognize christ as their savior near the end of the tribulation period the globalists of our day intend their actions for evil and death but god is leading the world to a glorious climax the return of jesus as a conquering hero and the establishment of his rule over the nations and we will be with jesus when he returns and reign with him in this in his glorious kingdom how amazing is that! uh the death of death so there's uh another time when from a human vantage point it might appear that satan is working as an independent actor and even winning but such is not the case he goes on to say the Bible tells us that toward the end of Jesus' millennial reign, God will release Satan from his imprisonment. We read about this in Revelation 27 to 9. And when the thousand years are ended, Satan will be released from his prison and will come out to the seeds the nations that are in the four corners of the earth, Gog and Magog, to gather them for battle. Their, numbers, their number is like the sand of the sea. And they marched up over the broad plain of the earth and surrounded the camp of the saints and the beloved city. But fire came down from heaven and consumed them for a brief time it will seem as though evil is prevailing as people rebel against the lord but in the end judgment rains down on those who chose to follow or who choose to follow satan why or what is the lord accomplishing through his final rebellion of humanity first it's a final test for people living under the perfect conditions in the millennium with a perfect ruler jesus it will demonstrate the wickedness of the unregenerate heart despite living in a pristine environment under a righteous king second it signals the end of God, God's usefulness for Satan. When the devil accomplishes this last task for the Lord, he experiences his permanent judgment. Revelation 12.10 tells us, And the devil who had deceived them was thrown into the lake of fire and sulfur where the beast and the false prophet were, and they will be tormented day and night forever and ever. Third, it leads to the death of death itself revelation 20 11 15 says the last people to experience physical death on earth will be those who rebel against the rule of jesus over the world satan designed his rebellion to end jesus's reign however god however planned it uh planned it to forever destroy satan and death and ultimately bring in the eternal state with a new heaven a new earth and the glorious new revel a new jerusalem revelation 21 4 describes life in the glorious eternal state after death has been forever vanquished he will wipe away every tear from their eyes and death shall be no more neither shall there be mourning or crying or pain anymore for the former things have passed away the eternal purposes behind our suffering i know you all have heard sermons that point out the benefits of our suffering for this life but let's go beyond that he says joseph's life illustrates the eternal aspect to the afflictions we all endure in his book, he says the triumph of the redeemed. He says he wrote this about the perils between Joseph's lives and our future roles in Jesus' kingdom. And he goes on to talk a little bit about that and uh which makes a lot of sense. But he goes on, he goes, Is it any wonder why Satan hates the future thousand-year rule of jesus over the earth and does all he can to squash any mention of it in churches today you see is during this time that we will see the full outcome of all earthly experiences as the lord blends them together in the roles that he has for us in his glorious kingdom the problem with the popular your best life now preaching in so many bible believing churches is that many saints never see the end of their suffering and even with those that experience god's restoration in a meaningful way the scars of their past remain and everyone experiences the many trials of aging as time progresses he says what we see on this side of eternity is only one aspect of joseph's, joseph's remarkable statement of faith in genesis 15 to, or fifty twenty. the lord is working out eternal plans for us and no one but no one can interfere with that no one can thwart god's eternal purposes for us not even ourselves no amount of evil done to us in this life can change his kingdom plans for us in eternity we will reign with christ someday in precisely the way that he intended all along and so guys if you haven't checked out uh, harbinger's daily go go check out that website it's got a lot it's got a lot of good stuff how um, anyway, he talks about his book so go check out the book the triumph and the redeemed and so um yeah if you guys haven't checked it out do it it's jonathan Brentner fantastic author always has a lot of great things to say very good very good stuff so what else have i talked about everything i meant to talk about today so yes i think i have and so guys you know just definitely stay focused on the lord stay focused on on what's going on in the world don't fear turn your fear into prayer and Anytime you get scared or nervous or anxious turn that turn those thoughts into a prayer to god um, I remember uh, a pastor telling me that years and years and years ago, whenever you feel anxious or scared or whatever, take that thought and turn it into a prayer to Jesus. Say, you know, you got some bad news. Say, you know, uh, say the MRI wasn't good, kind of like mine. Well, you know, don't dwell on that in fear to say, you know, just pray like Jesus, you know, you know everything, Lord. Um, You know what that doctor said about this MRI, or you know what they said about my brain, or you know what they said, well, Father i know that you have good plans for me and i know that you're going to work everything out for good because i'm called according to your purpose right so turn it into a prayer right and i know that your word tells me father that i am not to have a spirit of fear right you haven't given me a spirit of fear but one of love and power and of a sound mind right so turn your fears into prayers to christ turn your anxious thoughts into to prayers to Christ. Because God knows we're going to be anxious. He wouldn't have told us how many times. 365 times. I think it says one for every day. Fear not. Don't be anxious. Hey you know whatever. His, by his word says the perfect love is cast out fear. Right. So you got to think about it. In light of eternity. We know where we're going to spend eternity. We will be with Christ in heaven for eternity. We will rule and reign with him. And so with that. Always focus on the kingdom. No matter what in this world. Happens to you. Focus on the kingdom of God. You trust Christ to get you to heaven when He die. Trust him now to help you live, right? To help you live in this sin-filled world. We need him, right? And so uh, I have been reading a couple books and they're by John MacArthur from the 80s and the 90s and they're fantastic. So the one that I'm looking at right now is um, How to Survive in a World of Unbelievers. And that's a great book. If you have not checked it out, you can find it on eBay. Um, Jesus' Words of Encouragement Uh, on the night before his death so that's a good one another one i'm reading um is um about how uh, biblical warfare right and i will try to find that and uh throw that up there too i'll try to put it in the comment section or in the in the description below so that you guys will have both books that i'm reading um very good very good material i love john MacArthur. he's a calvinist and i know that i'm not a calvinist but he also i mean he also believes um there's there's different levels i guess of calvinism but he does believe that Christ comes back and then some of them think that that's already happened, but he does not. He definitely believes uh, in the pre-tribulation um, rapture. So anyway, um, with that, guys, get in the word of God. Let the word of God get into you. And my prayer is that God will watch over you and protect each and every one of you and that will he give us all wisdom and knowledge and while we're getting all that understanding and that he would guide us and lead us into all truth And that he would protect us and give us words to say to the lost. And I ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. I sure do appreciate um, all um, y'all's support. And so with that guys, I'm going to get off of here. Get in the word of God. Let the word of God get into you. And Maranatha, Lord Jesus, Maranatha, come quickly, Lord Jesus, come quickly.